Can you hear me? Okay, good, good, good. Right before I start, um, I just want to do some housekeeping quick. Um, as you see on the screen, uh, our passage this morning during the service doesn't start from uh, verse 18, even though we have to pick up from that verse. Um, I'm actually, during the service, I'm going to skip uh, verse 18 to 22, and I'm actually going to uh, speak um talk about it during the connection time after service uh, within the chiasm and chiastic structure. Um, so our passage will be starting from verse 23 uh, to chapter 3, verse 6. Um, also, just uh, reminding this uh, sympathy card. I know like you're probably already like writing sympathy card for Roxanne, uh, and you probably will do it, but but um, I just decided to uh, visit her to uh, uh, visit to her um, mother's memorial service tomorrow. So it will be really nice um, if we can just um, supporting her by signing our name. Just you know, give it to her. So all right. <clears throat> our passage comes from Mark chapter two, uh, verse twenty-three. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain field, and as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the day, days of Abiathar, the, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Another time Jesus went into the synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with a shriveled hand, Stand up in front of everyone. Then Jesus asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed, at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. This is God's words. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, for the words that is ahead of us and is about to uh, give to us uh, being spoken to us, um, I just pray that um, I just pray that you will speak through me this morning and open this people's heart and soul um, and be able to yield to your word um, that is not mine but yours only. In Jesus' name, Amen. So, uh, what is the Sabbath, and and what do you do on the Sabbath? Is it a holy or sacred day uh, that we are forbidden to work? Uh, or is it a weekend or holiday for non-believers or church day for believers? 
Um, is it okay to do whatever um, on the Sabbath as long as you go to church service? We even use the phrase taking sabbatical, referring um, getting away or leaving uh, for a certain time uh, from work uh, to, to rest and, or study, right? So what is Sabbath then? Um, so as we study this word, I, I hope and pray that we would understand uh, the Mark's definition of Sabbath um, according to his portrayer in the story and be able to apply it in our life. Um, so our lack of understanding towards Sabbath observance uh, actually put us uh, as a, as a, at a uh, disadvantage um, in understanding the importance of Sabbath in Judaism in this time. When we read a text like this, we, we often think these Pharisees who, who questioned and accused Jesus um, are, are just a religious obsessed group or, or bad guys. Like, uh, let, let, let's see, the, uh, chapter 2, verse 24, they said, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Chapter 3, verse 2, some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Um, they, they automatically become like bad guys uh, because we're on Jesus' side, and Jesus becomes victim in our mind. Um, but but without, without understanding what is Sabbath to, to the Pharisees, but all, all the more like to, to Israel... Uh, we might actually miss out what was really going on. Uh, so, so I want us to uh, look at what the Sabbath was to them. So for Jews, uh, two things, the circumcision and Sabbath observances were most important, two most imp- important observances. So not, it was not only uh, as, as the, the religious activities, but, but it, it, those were their identity as Israel, the nation Israel. Um, and as God's holy people. Um, observing the Sabbath was in the fourth com- uh, commandment out of the ten, the com- ten commandments that, that God gave to Moses on Mount Sinai uh, in Exodus 20. So it wasn't a mere uh, moral code or, or, or a manner to them. It was, it was God's law for them uh, to obey. Let's see. Uh, James Edwards wrote, A treatise of both the Mishnah and the Talmud offer prolific guidance on what was deemed permissible on the Sabbath. Talmud describes the Sabbath as a holy ordinance of God and ordains that, what, that whoever observes the Sabbath becomes a partner with God in the creation of the world and brings salvation to the world. Again, whoever observes the Sabbath becomes a partner with God in the creation of the world and brings salvation to the world. So they were commanded uh, to, to cease from work, every work on the Sabbath. Um, and, and Mishnah, um, their treatise, uh, one of the treatises, uh, leads 39 different uh, categories of class, uh, cr- classes of work uh, that profane Sabbath uh, if they perform on Sabbath. So, so such as plowing, uh, hunting, butchering, tying or losing knot, loosening knots, uh, sewing more than one stitch, writing more than one letter. I know it's funny. Uh, unless it was, 
important, important though. Unless it wasn't absolutely important, necessary, people weren't allowed to work on that day. For example, like, let's see. For example, it was forbidden to, to, to uh, uh, set a dislocated foot or, or hand on the Sabbath because that's not life-threatening uh, thing. Or, or to, to repair a fallen roof. Um, they weren't allowed to do those. So in this case, if you find a, a, a life-threatened a victim under that roof, you can rescue him. But if you find a dead body, you have to wait until the sunset and then take care of that, that corpse. Uh, the reason was that, that, that uh, in Jewish custom, uh, New Day starts after sunset. We'll, we'll go for that later. Um, so in short, anyways, in summary, like Sabbath was more than uh, religious uh, or ceremonial uh, activities to Israel. It was, it was their identity and an opportunity to become a partner with God in the creation of the world and bring salvation to the world. See? But, but it wasn't just for the Pharisees that we saw in the stories who observed the Sabbath in this time. Uh, in Mark, actually, if we go back to Mark chapter 1, Mark chapter 1, verse 21, um, Jesus and his disciples, they went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. What happened, uh, he saw this impure spirited man, or demon-possessed man, let's say that, and then he heals him. Right? And after then, he goes to Peter's house and he heals uh, Peter's mother-in-law. But both incidents, uh, uh, Jesus as an active agent, he, he heals them. It's not they came to Jesus and I want to be healed. It was Jesus who came to them. And people knew, people knew that he had power, ability, and willing to heal this sick and demon-possessed. But they did not bring those people because it was Sabbath, until verse 32, Mark records, that evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and the demon-possessed. So you already like, uh, see the nuances that, that people, and you, we get impression that the people were oppressed by this, um, the regulation on the Sabbath. Even though they saw sick and demon-possessed, they could not do anything on the Sabbath. So when Jesus and his disciples uh, violated this regulation on the Sabbath that we just read our uh, passages, uh, it was a big deal. <laughs> it wasn't just because Pharisees were mean or they're just obsessed people. I mean, they were obsessed, but, you know. Uh, so <laughs> they, they were. Um, so uh, when, when Jesus, uh, let's go back to uh, chapter 2, verse 23. When, when Sabbaths... On, on Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain field, and as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. So when Jesus' disciples uh, ripping, plucking heads of grain, and, and perhaps threshing them to eat, uh, they were violating the Sabbath, um, since both activities uh, were the aspect of harvest. See? Then, so, so Pharisees asked Jesus a question, look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? So this question is actually a valid question to them. Uh, but Jesus, 
answers, he, he doesn't directly answer their question, but rather he actually uh, uh, questions them again. Have you never read what David did when he and his companions um, hunger and in need? Then he briefly summarizes uh, uh, 1 Samuel 21, uh, verse 1 to 6. Um, let's read together. In the days of Abiathar, the, the, uh, in verse 26, in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful on only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. This phrase, in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, it's not Sabbath. It, it simply means in times when, when Abiathar, the high priest, was, was in the office. That, that means is that, what, what it means is that Jesus' argument is not based on Sabbath regulation. Uh, but Jesus' argument goes like this. Um, Even your greatest king, David, violated the ceremonial law by eating the consecrated bread that was offered uh, to the altar of the Lord and only was to that, that which was only to be taken by, or to be taken by, by uh, priests, the Levites. Uh, but they violated by taking that bread um, just because they were in hunger and need. But in this case, in this precedent, since David and his, his companions were in hunger and need, their violation uh, to the ceremonial law was justified. That's what it's saying. So do you see, we have to see this parallel that, that Jesus was drawing between Jesus' disciples and David and his companions. Uh, what he's arguing is that when they were in need and in hunger, the law and the regulation should have served them. Laws were consecrated, in his argument, laws were consecrated to meet hunger and need of God's people. That's what he's saying in verse 27. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for men, not men for the Sabbath. See? This, action, this statement is really sensational, like what we just talked about, in light of what we just talked about. Because, because Pharisees and whole Israel actually live comple completely opposite way. They, they were for the Sabbath. But, but Jesus was correcting uh, their misunderstanding of the purpose of the Sabbath in his statement. Um, so I actually want us to find the origin of the Sabbath and compare with that. We can find the first, uh, uh, the consecration of, of Sabbath in Exodus 20. At Mount Sinai, God gave the commandments to, uh, to Moses for the first generation of Israel who just got out of Egypt in Exodus, a book of Exodus. Um, and he says in, in verse 8 to 11, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor your foreigner residing in your towns. 
For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. But later on, so we see you know, the, the consecration of the Sabbath and the reasoning was creation account. And later on in the book of Deuteronomy, right before they arrived to the promised land, Moses actually repeats the law, the, the, the Torah, um, again to the second generation of Israel um, that we find in Deuteronomy 5. Verse 12 to 15. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. Neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns, so that your male and female servants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. So, in both occasions, to the first generation and second generation of Israel, in, in Exodus and Deuteronomy, God commanded to, to keep the Sabbath holy. Uh, he, at, uh, he commanded them to cease uh, from every work. But the reasonings are different. One occasion in Exodus, uh, the reason was the creation account. The second occasion, the other one in Deuteronomy to the second generation, he talked about Exodus. So why are the reasons are different? What was Moses making mistake when he wrote Deuteronomy? I mean, think about it. Like he's like 120 years old by this time. Even I forget stuff, and I'm only 25. <laughs> but what if, but what if um, this instruction is actually pointing to the same, the very same thing um, and not contradicting itself? God created the heavens and, the, and, and earth and everything in it for six days. Um, he rested on seventh day. What did he do on eighth day? Did he start creation again? Because we, we go Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday. He rested. Um, it's not the same kind. When we talk about God resting, it's not the same rest that we talk about like in our time. Um, it's not the same rest from uh, tiresome or, or from unfinished work. In Genesis 2-3, it says, Because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. The work was finished, and God rested from the uh, day seven on. Which means he, he was enthroned um, as the Lord and began to reign. Adam and Eve were under the Sabbath until they reveled against the Lord. 
and kicked out from Eden. So perhaps, perhaps the whole Bible is actually the story of humankind trying to find the Sabbath back, you know. But rather, God finding human to give the Sabbath back. So when this Sabbath lasts, Israelites were, were enslaved by Egypt. God gave them Sabbath by redeeming them uh, from the slavery of Egypt, uh, on, under the Egyptians, and, and, and was making them into God's people. See, the redemption was only chapter 1 to 14. From chapter 15 to chapter 14 of Exodus, our whole story of God making them as his people. It's, it's a really important part. So these two different reasons aligned together and could be said, remember that I, the Lord God, created you and reign over you. Remember, I, the Lord, Yahweh, brought you out of Egypt and still making you to become my people. Only then, only then, just we sang this morning, only when you are under my wing, when you are under my protections and sovereign rule and reign, there you will find the Sabbath. So why, why, why were they uh, uh, have to? Why, why did they have to? Why did they have to uh, cease from every work? So that they could focus on God, um, who is their Lord. See, I, I really hope us to to be able to read this God's uh, um, desperate calling uh, to both Israelites and to us uh, by saying like. Look at me. Get rid of all the distractions, all the obstacles, all the hindrances between you and I. I want to see your eyes. Look at me. That's what Sabbath is. Reengaging and refocusing on this God who saves us and give rest. Back to our passage. Then Jesus... Uh, uh, Furthermore, proclaimed, so the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. The Son of Man whom Daniel, uh, uh, about 600, before, 600 years before Jesus' incarnation, pointed uh, uh, to be just like man, human, uh, who's taking human form, but at the same time, uh, the one who have authority, uh, glory, and sovereign power given by God, worshipped by everyone, his dominion and kingdom will not pass away. This figure, Jesus linked this figure, son of man, and appoint as the Lord, even of the Sabbath. What he meant was that, that this Son of Man, what, what Jesus speaking, uh, echoing what Daniel said in his prophecy, this Son of Man is God-man who reigned over humanity from the creation account and also the one who redeemed his people out of Egypt and made, uh, made them into his people. And he's the only one who can give true Sabbath to humanity. 
pause on this idea and we'll go back, go, uh, go down to the next, next paragraph. Sorry. <clears throat> um, in chapter 3, Mark takes us to, to another time of Sabbath. Uh, so Jesus was in the synagogue in this time uh, on the Sabbath day. Pharisees were setting a trap uh, to, to accuse Jesus in this time. Whether he was going to heal the man with the shriveled hand or not. But, but really, this is why Jesus is my hero. He doesn't go around this trap. He actually sets himself a stage <laughs> by calling this man out in front of everyone. Then he asks a question, what is lawful on the Sabbath? To do good or to do evil? To save life or to kill? Do you find any intriguing in this question? According to the Pharisees' paradigm of the, of the Sabbath, um, something not to do is lawful. But in his question, he doesn't give any room, any option for them not to do something. So, so in, in Jesus' mind, Sabbath is not about to do or not to do. <laughs> he, what he's saying is like you're either going to save someone or kill. You're going to do the good or do evil. This question actually exposed uh, this Pharisee's wickedness. Um, in their neglect towards this hand-shriveled man, when he was still in need and hunger, they were just neglecting him, marginalized him, even though he was in the synagogue. And moreover, they actually used him to trap Jesus on Sabbath. But on the other hand, but on the other hand, Jesus said to this man, with a shriveled hand, stand up. That word, agero, Mark used this word a lot. So if you see, like, uh, uh, from this time on, like if you see, stand up, uh, rise, rise up, Mark will use this word uh, 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 pointing to the resurrection. Remember, uh, when, when in chapter 1, Jesus, uh, to, to, the, uh, to Peter's mother-in-law, he took her by hand, and help their up, that word egero, and use this for, for man. And when, uh, in chapter 16, uh, an angel told both Mag, uh, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, you are looking for Jesus, uh, Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified, and he has risen egero. That's what Jesus did to this man. Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. What Jesus just proved was, was not only he did something good or saved this man's life, but he actually approved himself, himself to be uh, the son of man. He just is described right before this story. He is the Son of Man, a God-man, uh, who is the Lord even of the Sabbath. Who is the Sabbath? What Mark portrayed uh, uh, also revealed himself to be uh, the Son of Man, uh, who is the same Lord that we observed in, in, in the Old Testament, who created 
mankind and redeemed mankind and still trying to give Sabbath to mankind. He is the Lord of the Sabbath who can give you and I the true Sabbath. (laughs) Jesus is the Sabbath, in other words. But I want to ask you, like, who are you in this story? Are you, are you like the disciples, David, David's companions, who are desperately in need and hunger for the Sabbath? Or are you, are you like the Israelites in this time uh, who are still under the law code and trying to find your rest and peace for your soul? Still measuring your meritorious work to find your Sabbath to, to, for your rest? Still don't accepting Jesus um, who can heal your soul and restore your life? Or are you like Pharisees? So just because you and I verbally accepted Jesus, that doesn't free us from acting like Pharisees, does it? It's genuine. They so believed. Pharisees really believed that they, they were the protectors of Torah. The, the, their, their, their title, Parsahin, already refers that, that they were separated from others uh, because they were so dedicated, devoted, religious, studious, uh, passionate, zealous about serving the Lord. They, they really focused on their vertical relationship with the Lord. That they, they, they just didn't really take, uh, they didn't uh, care about their horizontal relationship with, rela- relationship with their neighbors. So if, if, if our um, neighbors, such as friends, family, relatives, coworkers, subordinate, subordinate, ordinate, superiors, um, people you see on the street, if they are still hurting by you, if, if they are marginalized by us, if our passion for the Lord doesn't help them, but rather becoming the stumbling block for them, we are not that different from this Pharisees we just saw this morning. Mark record Jesus' response to them in chapter 3, verse 5. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. If that's the case this morning for you and I, I urge both you and I to find more of this true Sabbath. Although what fascinates me is that Whatever categories you fall into, you still need Jesus. Everyone, every single uh, uh, the classes, the, every single uh, uh, people in this story needed Jesus. So who are you in this story? 
I'd like us to close with uh, the prayer um, in quietness. Um, and in your meditation, uh, I, want to, I want us to ask ourselves if we are truly understanding the Sabbath, which living under the rule and reign of the sovereign Lord Jesus Christ. If Bible is really true, I guarantee you, you will not be able to find your rest and peace outside of this Jesus. If you're still struggling, trying to find, uh, uh, to figure out uh, your, your own life outside of his plan, outside of his, his uh, sovereignty, still trying to hold the power to yourself, I urge you to lay it down at the feet of Jesus, who is our true Sabbath. So, let's pray.